out to Jonathan oh. Taylor. Loose hole! He's at the 30! He's gonna go! 10, 5, touchdown! Jonathan Taylor! Made a man miss the line of scrimmage and then runs it into Pater. The one-handed INT! Are you kidding me? Kenny Moore! What a play by Naheem Hines! What is going on, Colts Nation? And welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. Well, today we are going to discuss the upcoming free agents for the Indianapolis Colts in the 2021 offseason, talk about each different player, and discuss whether or not I believe the Colts should bring this player back or not bring this player back. And so we'll start with first with the offense. We'll start with a quarterback, work our way all the way down, running back, wide receiver, tight end, offensive lineman, then move over to the defensive line and go all the way to safety. So the first guy we'll start with is Jacoby Brissett. He's going to be a free agent, signed an extension before the 2019 season. He's played his two years of that contract. And so the question is, would you re-sign Jacoby Brissett? Now, this is keep in mind, this is my personal list. You guys can agree or disagree on this list. So with Jacoby Brissett, you know, for me, it really depends. You know, if it is for a long-term starter position, absolutely not. So if that so if you don't address it in free agency or in the draft, absolutely not. I would not bring back Jacoby Brissett for that. That, in my opinion, is the worst move the Colts could make at the quarterback position this offseason. So I would say he is a maybe. Um, it kind of depends on the situation. But, uh, yeah, looking long-term, absolutely not. I would not bring him back under those circumstances. All right, moving now to running back. The, the first running back, I guess the only running back that will be a free agent, is Marlon Mack. Now, Marlon Mack obviously drafted a couple years ago in 2017. He, uh, he's been a pretty productive back when healthy, but that's been a little bit of the issue. Marlon Mack has not played in all 16 games since being drafted by the Colts in that 2017 draft fourth round. So saying that, it's kind of like, again, a similar situation where it kind of depends, honestly, right? Like me personally, I want to have Marlon Mack back, but I guess it depends. First off, does Marlon Mack want to be back in kind of a shared backfield role with Jonathan Taylor or whatever that looks like this upcoming season? Number two, how much is Marlon Mack wanting to get paid, right? Coming off that Achilles injury, I would think maybe that would decrease his market value a little bit on the free agent market. But, you know, maybe Marlon Mack is a, is a guy that wants to go out and see what's out there, right? He wants to get paid like a top running back because, you know, we would probably say in the 2019 season, he was he had a really good season. He was up there with some of the better running backs in the league. Now we obviously know now with the drafting of Jonathan Taylor, Mack's probably never going to see that kind of workload again, uh, at least with the Colts. So if he does want too much money, which it may happen, probably no. But if he comes back on a team-friendly type of deal, absolutely I would love to have Marlon Mack back with the Colts. Uh, so sorry, it's not really like definitive answers. So uh, depending on where Marlon Mack is, I would probably say if he's wanting a lot of money, then no. But if he's wanting a team-friendly deal, I might bring him back on a prove-it type of deal. All right. Let's move now to T.Y. Hilton. There's been a lot of speculation recently around T.Y. Hilton, right? Um, he's had some tweets that were kind of a little bit cryptic, like maybe or maybe not he's going to be back with the Colts. I personally want him back with the Colts. I think he provides so much from a veteran leadership standpoint. Some people may say he's slowed down a little bit, but, you know, I don't really care, honestly. Um, I still think you need to potentially find your number one receiver if Michael Pittman 
he could turn into the guy, but if he doesn't, you still need to find that dominant number one receiver, in my opinion. So saying that, I still would like T.Y. Hilton back because I still think he provides a lot of value in the locker room. And just overall as a player, he's not a bad player still. He's still a pretty solid player overall for the Colts. He was their leading receiver last year in terms of yardage. So he still is up there, you know, maybe helps uh, a rookie quarterback if you draft one or or a veteran quarterback. He's just another stable piece in there. But it's really up to uh, what the Colts want to do there with T.Y. Hilton. But if I'm making the choices, if I'm sitting in the GM chair, I'd probably bring back Hilton on a one- to two-year deal. Probably his final contract, honestly, of his NFL career from what he said. So I would be absolutely on T.Y. Hilton. So all three of these guys I could, I could potentially bring back uh, already on offense. All right, another guy, Ashton Doolin. I'd probably bring back Ashton Doolin, honestly. He's a special teams guy, so he's not going to break the bank by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, he offers a lot in that special teams department. He doesn't really do a lot as a receiver, so that kind of maybe limits him a little bit. But he may or may not even make the active roster, honestly, in 2021. But, you know, in that back end of the roster, I've said it before, right? Like, you have to be able to play special teams. And Ashton Doolin has been able to do that since he's been with the Colts. So I'd probably bring him back as well. Zach Paschal, another guy, bring him back for sure. He's been a reliable receiver for the Colts for the last couple seasons. I mean, people forget that in the, the 2019 season, he was the Colts' leading receiver when T.Y. Hilton struggled with some injuries. So Zach Pascal can step up when he's needed as a really reliable wide receiver. So I'd probably bring him back as well. All right, so getting into now some of the tight ends. So uh, Trey Burton is one name. I know it's kind of speculated around or are the Colts going to bring him back or not? I personally probably would not, especially with you know kind of some rumors that the Colts might be looking to acquire a new tight end. I think your tight end room is fine as it is, even with Trey Burton. But I think just adding a really legitimate receiving tight end is what this what this group needs, honestly, to take the next step and just go from a pretty solid group to an above average group. And so they've, the Colts have obviously been rumored with Hunter Henry, uh, Zach Ertz. Those are a couple of names that have already been thrown out there. I know Johnu Smith might be a free agent as well. So the, there's a couple different guys and a couple of different routes the Colts can go. If the Colts are able to bring back any of these guys, I could see them bringing back a Burton. But as it stands right now with how interested the Colts are in their tight ends, uh, potentially, I'm probably not bringing him back, honestly. And it's nothing against Trey Burton. It's just I feel like you could potentially upgrade there. So probably not. Mo Ali Cox, I probably would bring back, though. I mean, he's very physically gifted. He, he, he showed you a little bit of, of stuff in the receiving this year. Obviously, he didn't get a ton of targets, but I liked what I saw from him. He's And the thing that... I think separates him from maybe a Trey Burton is he is just so much bigger and physically gifted than Trey Burton. He's a really good run blocker. He's super, super big. So you can use him in the red zone a lot. I wish the Colts would have done that a little bit more. And that's not on Mo Alley Cox. It's just on the Colts not using him more. So I probably would bring him back. <laughs> Your offensive tackles, Chad Green, Laraven Clark, need I say more? I'm not bringing either of those guys back. You could find a lot better depth somewhere else. All right, so moving over to the defense. I feel like the offense was pretty like cut and dry, honestly, besides maybe the Trey Burton was a little bit of a surprise. Let's move over to the defense now, starting with the defensive line. So some of the defensive ends that will be or are scheduled to be free agents this offseason, Justin Houston, Danico Autry, and Al-Kadim Muhammad. Those are your defensive ends that are scheduled to be free agents. So I look at it kind of like this uh, with Justin Houston first off. You know, he's getting up there in age. I know he was pretty productive and he's been pretty productive, but I feel like 
I probably wouldn't bring him back if I'm being completely honest, unless you bring him back as a, just a situational guy, if that makes sense, a situational pass rusher, because he's getting a little bit up there in age, uh, you know, and, and his, I feel like his pass product, his pass rush production has kind of gone down. I mean, his sack numbers, he just wasn't consistent very much in this 2020 season. So I probably, if I do bring him back, just bring him back as a situational guy, definitely not a three down guy. But if I'm choosing, probably not because I do want to get younger at that position. Danico Autry, I probably would bring back, though, because he's a few years younger than Justin Houston. He was probably just about as productive this past season from a sack standpoint. And he can play multiple positions for you, right? Like he can play some defensive end, which he started at this year. He also started at the three technique before they acquired DeForest Buckner. So I like Danico Watry. I think he provides kind of a spark as another kind of situational guy as well, kind of plug and play if one of your starters does go down. So I'd bring back Danico Watry. Al-Kadim Muhammad probably wouldn't bring back, honestly. He's been a solid guy, but I do feel like you could upgrade there potentially uh, and kind of move on from Al-Kadim Muhammad. He's 26 years old, so uh, he's still fairly young. So I can see the Colts bringing him back, but this is my list again, so I'm probably not bringing him back. I would like to get some more guys that I think have a little bit of higher ceilings than an Al-Kadib Muhammad. So, uh, but, you know, if you are finding yourself needing more of a consistent guy, Muhammad's the guy for you, man. He was a pretty nice find by Chris Ballard a few years ago. So, But I'm probably not bringing him back this season because I think you need to do some work at defensive end, and I think you can upgrade from him. All right, moving now into the interior. Taylor Stallworth is a free agent. I'm definitely bringing Taylor Stallworth back. Only 26 years old. Played some nice minutes for you. It was kind of a nice find by Ballard uh, before the start of the season. Taylor Stallworth was a very nice backup one technique. I really liked what he brought there. I definitely bring him back. He's not going to be expensive at all. Really good run defender as well. He's made He made some nice plays last year that I saw when he was in. So uh, I like him as the backup for Grover Stewart for at least another year. So I'm definitely bringing him back as well. All right. And moving on to a linebacker who is going to be a free agent this offseason, Anthony Walker. Now, this one is very, very debated. Derek has been very strong in saying he wants to bring back Anthony Walker. Darius Leonard has said the same thing. I think the Colts will ultimately bring him back. I do think you could potentially look to upgrade from him maybe this Maybe not this draft, but maybe the next draft, because he does have his limits as a linebacker. You know, obviously we know how much Leonard loves him and how much Ballard has praised him, but you know, he does have his limits. He was a fifth round pick for a reason. And I could definitely see the Colts moving on from moving on from him in a year or two in favor of a more athletic coverage, better, better coverage linebacker as well. And now moving into the final thing here, the secondary for the Indianapolis Colts. Xavier Rhodes is the first name that comes up. Obviously, Rhodes signed a one-year deal in free agency last year with the Colts. Really balled out this year. He's one of the best corners in the league. I would personally bring him back at least on a one-year deal. Definitely at least a one-year deal and kind of have him prove it again. Um, I would potentially do that for Xavier Rhodes. Whatever you do with the contract, I don't really care. I just bring him back because he was so, so consistent. He was the you know, throughout Kenny Moore, he was definitely your best corner. Those two guys were definitely your best corner. So, you know, if you could get a little more, little bit more consistency out of Iraqi Sen or Isaiah Rogers or Marvell Tell, and you bring back Xavier Rhodes, I think your corners will be really, really solid here. Uh, another guy who kind of surprised a little bit, TJ Carey. I mean, this is a guy that that was signed a little bit later on in the offseason, a guy that we kind of were like, oh, you know, is he just, what's he going to provide? Didn't really expect a ton out of him, but 
honestly, I think he exceeded expectations. He he played a lot better at the outside corner than I think a lot of people were projecting. And so, uh, but you know, he, he is past 30. So I'd probably, with especially with Marvell Tell coming back, I do think the Colts will address corner somehow based off of how Jim Mersey talked and said corner is one of the biggest needs. So I think TJ Carey probably will be allowed to walk in free agency and the Colts will address it elsewhere, either in free agency or in the draft. Uh, okay, Tremont Smith, eh, probably not. Bring him back. And if you do, he's a practice squad guy anyway. Uh, all right, finishing it out here with the safeties. Malik Hooker, you know, it's been a really up and down run before Malik Hooker with the Indianapolis Colts drafted the same year as Marlon Mack in that 2017 draft. And, you know, with the emergence of Julian Blackman this year, the the, the third round pick, I'm not bringing back Malik Hooker, quite honestly. I'm not bringing him back. In my opinion, your defense played better when Julian Blackman was in there. And, uh, you know, Julian Blackman didn't get injured like Malik Hooker has been injured as well. So that probably not bringing back Hooker at all, but I would bring back George Odom. I mean, he, he he made the all-pro team for special teams. He he led the league in special teams tackles, and he's a nice depth piece for you as well. So I'm probably bringing back him. And then Tavon Wilson, probably not as well. He kind of struggled there at the end of the year, filling in for Kari Willis when he missed a game there. So, all right, guys, that'll do it for my list here of the 2021 Indianapolis Colts free agents that are coming up. Who are some guys that you think potentially should be re-signed that I said no or vice versa? Let me know in the comments below. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. And as always, go Colts.